0: Welcome to the Live Long, Lead Well Broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark T. Jones, your host, and today we're going to learn how to preserve our juice. Stay tuned. A very interesting passage of scripture, Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34. Jesus our Lord says, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, or what ye shall drink, or for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not life more than meat, and the body more than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they neither sow nor do they reap, nor gather they into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much more better than they? The admonition of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the text is to make sure that we only use today's energy for today. I see so many people that are worrying about tomorrow. I see so many people that are regretting yesterday. And what I've discovered is that if I worry about the future, my energy is being spent on things that I may never see. If I regret the past, my energy is being spent on things that I could never change. So today, we're going to learn how to preserve our juice. In other words, we're gonna learn how to manage and to maintain our energy supply so that we can utilize today's energy on today's assignment. Now, as a leader, I'm huge on the conservation of my energy. You know, I say it like this, I've become a master of minding my own business. And I'm sorta stingy when it comes to my energy because I like to make sure that my energy is being used on things that are my responsibility, that are my assignment, or that I know for a fact that God himself will anoint. So we're gonna talk about today, as a leader, how to make sure that you preserve your juice. Now as a leader of a large organization, I realize that for what I do, I must maintain an abundance of energy. You know, I pastor a very large church. I oversee many in and outreach programs. I oversee another 100-plus churches and ministries, both locally, nationally, and throughout the world. You know, I'm a, I'm a husband of almost 29 years. I'm a father, a father to a lot of people that need leadership. And so with so much responsibility, I realize that I have to do the things that constitute the conservation of my energy. You know, most people don't realize that they have extended themselves too much until there's some kind of breakdown emotionally or some kind of physical infirmity uh, that imposes itself upon the body because of a lack of balance, as we talked about in our last segment. Think about it. When we look at our present-day, for example, automotive design, a great deal of effort is invested into the area of conserving energy. You know, we now we have hybrid vehicles. We, matter of fact, we also have all-electric cars. And I believe, as leaders, we must think as conservationists, likewise we got to think of better ways to preserve our energy so that we will be able to utilize it for our purpose you know if you look at uh, an individual and you notice that not only are they uh, you know carrying out certain endeavors whether it's writing books or or running businesses or running churches and you wonder where does this person get all of this passion and drive and momentum. And I'll tell you right now, if you're going to have passion and drive and momentum, you're going to have to be more strategic about the use of your energy. You have to become a minimalist and a conservationist. You know, this present minimalist movement is to only own and attach oneself to what one actually needs. And I don't think that's such a bad thing. You know, if you've ever tried to clear out a closet or cleaned up a house of things that you've collected over the years, you realize that there's a lot of energy that's expended in that process. And that's because we have this tendency of assigning value to everything that comes into our lives. And so much so that it almost causes pain in order to release those things. So the minimalist concept is to only uh, possess and, and that which I can actually utilize and to not assign value to everything and to not become a collector or hoarder of anything. Now, I say that to say this, if you look around your life, you may be attached to a lot of things that you no longer can be passionate about, you no longer have an assignment in, you no longer have a responsibility for, and to that degree, those things are siphoning your energy. It takes courage to cut them off. It takes courage to say, I'm no longer Going to vest any more energy in that? You know, many people are not even mindful of what their energy-sapping habits are, and what the, you know what they're doing to them until they endeavor to do something significant or purposeful, and they have no energy to carry it out. Isn't it amazing how easily and readily we make our energy available to the things that we shouldn't? And then when when it's time to really connect to what it is we're supposed to be doing, many of us have no energy for the things that are actually current. So today, we're going to teach you how to preserve your energy for your purpose. We're also going to learn how to identify habits and behaviors that may be unnecessarily draining your daily energy supplies. We're going to learn how to adopt new habits and new behaviors that will not only be a source of constant renewal of your energy, but will also help you to preserve your energy supplies. Now, here's some of the answers when it comes to your energy and how your energy be- is being used. Write this down. Passion is achieved when your energy is being used exclusively in alignment with your purpose. I'm going to say that again. Passion is achieved. When your energy is being used exclusively in alignment with your purpose. Remember, purpose is the why of a thing. When you know what you're for, you automatically know what you are not for. So instead of committing to things and just signing up for things and amen and everything... We need to really seek to understand if we have a purpose attached to the things that are being offered to us. Remember, sometimes distractions come in the form of opportunities. They disguise themselves in the form of opportunities. So you have to be discerning as to whether this is an opportunity or whether it is a distraction. Now, a derivative of that alignment that I just mentioned is momentum. Momentum is created. When we're able to make sure that we streamline all of our life to make sure that our purpose is actually getting our passion. Is my purpose getting my energy? That's what creates the passion. And then from there, we begin to achieve momentum. Momentum is more about what you let go than it is about what you take on. So it's important for us to understand that. We need to also know that where there is momentum, you will constantly create phenomenal results. You know, I always say it like this results don't lie. And so we we, we can look at the fact that we're constantly creating results to know that we have achieved a certain momentum. But again, that momentum comes from making sure that we are frugal with our energy, to aim our energy at our purpose. This creates passion. And when there is passion, passion keeps pushing us and driving us in the direction of fulfilling that for which we are responsible. So let's talk about some ways that you can make sure that your energy is at an all-time high each day. Number one, start the day by making spiritual deposits into your spirit's account. And that comes in the form of prayer. You know, I choose prayer, worship. You know, we were made to worship God. We are worshipers of God. We are we are spirits that were made uh, by the Father of Spirits to interact with Him through fellowship. And so, spend some time in prayer, introspection, uh, mindfulness, reflection, you see. And when we do that, we're able to deal with the re- the withdrawals that life will make on us throughout the day. Remember life will constantly make withdrawals. So you have to make sure that you make the necessary deposits in order to meet those withdrawals that life is going to make. Now, the second key to preserving your juice is make sure you get plenty of rest. You know, I I see a lot of people that are doing a lot of things to become something that probably won't even matter. And so make sure you're getting a lot of rest. That's what you need in order to feel refreshed. Make a consorted effort to make sure that you get to bed earlier. Unplug from social media and other electronic devices at least an hour before you endeavor the rest. You know, I realize that there's a lot of people who sleep and not very well, and then when they sleep, they don't rest because they don't enter into the realms of sleep where the body recovers, where there's cell rejuvenization and where the body restores itself to face another day. You know, you shouldn't wake up tired. And if you wake up tired, that is an indication that you're not really resting. Now, the third key is this, spend your energy on your responsibilities. It is wasteful to expend energy anywhere else. And it takes courage to leave the responsibilities of others in the hands of others with whom they belong. But that's exactly what you and I have to do in order to utilize our energies productively. Now, this is number four, and is perhaps my most critical uh, point that I want to give you mind your own business. You see, when you attach yourself unnecessarily to issues that do not pertain to you, you actually begin siphoning off your energy. Now remember, your energy is going to dictate where your passion goes. So if you spend your energy on things that are not within the framework of your purpose, then when you go to connect to things you should do, you have no passion for doing them. Mind your own business. Now, the fifth key is make sure that you do your due diligence to get rid of the spirit of fear, get rid of anger, get rid of worry, because all of these emotions deplete your emotional batteries quicker than almost anything else. Get rid of them. Get them out of your life. They are not your friends, and you should never allow them to be your companions. Number six, connect to people who intentionally make deposits into your life. Now, this means actually allowing someone else to be your encourager. And I I find that perhaps one of the biggest challenges for those who are used to making sure that everyone else is okay is allowing someone else to make sure that you're okay. And, And I believe, leaders, that that points out a bit of pride in us if we won't allow ourselves to receive from someone that God just sent into our life to be a source of encouragement. Now here's the seventh key. Make sure that you create a healthy work-life balance. Write this down. Work, play, rest, invest. In all of your business, don't forget to enjoy life. Create a healthy work-life balance. When you're at work, work. When you're at play, play. And that's very important to make that distinction so that you can engage to the fullest whatever activity that demands your time at that time. Now, the eighth key is this, and this is an emotional drain. Do not harbor ills. When you're offended with anyone, you abuse your own soul. The longer you carry the residue of unresolved issues with other people, the more you weigh down your own soul. You steal your own energy. See. Unforgiveness hurts you more than it hurts the one with whom you have an issue. So learn how to resolve your issues quickly and refuse to harbor any ills. Now here's the ninth key. Learn to embrace silence. You see, that's where the Lord makes the deposits into your life that will constitute the well-being. In order for us to be truly inspired, we have to be in spirit and connected to the father of spirits that's where our greatest ideas come from that's where our greatest sense of identity comes from and that's where we begin to tap into true innovative air that will help us to bring solutions to our world now the last key is this enough is enough You have to become a master of knowing when you have had enough. And when you have determined this, there are several things that you got to do if you want to preserve your juice. Detach. Unplug. Pull out. Exit. Stage left. You know, I need to remind you that you are a limited commodity. And since you are a limited commodity... You have to be very intentional and very frugal with your time and with your energies. Save yourself time, energy, and money is an acronym I heard for the word system. And I really do believe that many of us need to think about having a system for our life. You see, systems help us to stay focused on the things that are really, really critical to the way we navigate our life. Now remember this, if you run yourself raggedy, and if you expend all of your energy trying to be everything to everyone, and you die as a result, those who were the chief beneficiaries of you trying to be omnipresent will simply find someone else to abuse. So I want you to take these instructions to heart, I believe that if you'll consider them, and not only consider them, but begin to make the decisions to put these keys into practice, they will help you to preserve your juice. Listen, I want you to live to transform your generation. I want you to live to produce that company that is able to bring to the marketplace uh, solutions that will cause you to prosper. I want you to live to be able to embrace all that the Father has purpose for you to do with your dynamic life. Now, I do believe that the Spirit of the Lord has ordained this podcast so that I can help you to learn how to live long and lead well. But as I said before, the most important aspect of any instruction is the resolve of the one hearing the instructions to apply them and to bring forth change in their lives. Now, I also want to remind you that I have companion resources to this line of information. If you go to Amazon.com, look up Dr. Mark T. Jones, there's a companion resource that I've written uh, called Thoroughly Enjoying Your Life's Assignment. Uh, it's available in both Kindle Reader as well as audiobook. I want you to get the material so that it will become a reinforcement to the instruction that has been given today. Listen, until we get together next time, may you live long and lead well.